Hey NAI football fans, this is Corey Thorpe of NAIF Ball. Uh, this is going to be a little bit different from our usual interview. Um, got a uh, solo uh, pod for you today. Still got an, an interview uh, with, with Coach James Miller of Reinhardt up near Atlanta. But I am without my, my co-host, John Cooper, had a family emergency to attend to. So you get me today. So, um, Coach, let's get right down to it. How are you doing? Doing great. Just got done with uh, National Signing Day, which uh, we were very excited about. And uh, so now I uh, get to, you know, get the weekend off finally and uh, get to have some good family time. Uh, getting ready to take my son to Chick-fil-A, so he's pumped about that. But, oh, man, uh, I would be too. It's uh, it's going good, man. Can't complain. So, Coach, I I um I have to ask, like like we were talking about earlier, I'm a big Florida State fan, and and the um, and you went to Virginia Tech both as a player and you went back as a GA. The kind of the destinies of those two schools have have always kind of been kind of linked together, uh, whether it um, it be with a '99 national championship um, or the couple times that that they met in the ACC championship. Um, tell me your favorite Coach Beamer story. Favorite Coach Beamer story. Um, you know, I don't know if it's, a, you know, the one thing he used to always tell us, which I always thought was uh, funny, you know, the first time I go in, I'm dressing as a freshman, and uh, he walks in the locker room, and I think he's going to, I think he's going to say this, like, unbelievable pregame speech. And, and he just walks in, and he tells us to grab hands, and we, we get on a knee and we bow our heads, and he says, Dear Lord, let us play with intelligent recklessness. Amen. And we took the field. And, <laughs> and it kind of shocked me. And uh, But, you know, he did it before every game. Um, Coach Beamer was a really simple man. Um, things, you know, he was very straightforward, very, very tough on us. Very, uh, we had very physical practices. Um, he was very old school with that approach, and uh, just taught me a lot about being accountable and and uh, holding everybody within the program to a high standard. It definitely seems like um, y'all kind of take from that lunch pail mentality. Uh, that that Virginia Tech holds up, you know, y'all y'all run the ball and y'all play good defense. Um, tell tell us a little bit about um, for those who don't know about that that blue collar mentality. Yeah, I mean, we you know when I was there, we didn't have a whole lot of high profile recruits. I mean, it was a lot of just you know just hard nosed tough guys um, from really basically up and down the eastern seaboard. I mean, some of my best friends are from New Jersey. Uh, we got a lot of tough guys out of New Jersey and Philadelphia. I was from South Florida. I mean, we recruited South Florida very heavily. Um, and then they, they always recruit Virginia very hard, which has really good football. It's underrated. Um, so we, we, but it was never really high-profile guys. They were always wanting the blue-collar, just hard-nosed, kind of tough, physical football players. And that's what they got. And that's what uh, was ingrained in us. And, 
that was his approach every day um, to how we did things was to just be blue collar. I mean, one of the biggest guys about that program from when I played was our strength coach, uh, Mike Gentry. I mean, just a mentor, just a guy that embraced toughness every day and everything that we did demanded us to be physical, demanded us to work hard, uh, you know, demanded us to fight through pain and do those things. So it was ingrained in me um, just going through the program, and it, I try to ingrain it in my players, you know, along the offensive line when I coach the offensive line and when I coach the defensive line, and then I try to ingrain it in our team. So, coming coming back a little bit more to, to Reinhardt here, um, you know, y'all are probably about to start your your very early spring ball uh, stuff. Um, those those early practices, mat drills, fourth quarter drills, whatever you want to call them. Take me through a a normal kind of post signing day day for for James Miller and Reinhardt. In the past, we've done a lot of mat drills this month, and we're going to be a young football team next year, and I really thought we needed to attack the weight room. So we, we've kind of done our offseason a little bit different. We really kind of focused it in the weight room heavily. Um, we've done an eight-week training cycle in there where we're really focusing on speed training and, and then getting as big and strong as we possibly can. Uh, the thing that we are very fortunate with at Reinhardt is we have a full-time strength coach um, who that's all he's worried about. He doesn't coach a position. He's just worried about the 24 racks we have in the weight room and getting our guys as big and strong and physical as possible. And we've, uh, we're going to go on spring break here in about two weeks. And then when we come back from three, from spring break, we'll do kind of that fourth quarter deal for a week. We're going to go five days straight and make it as tough and grueling as we possibly can. And then we jump right into spring football. And that's going to last about three weeks. And then the kids got about two more weeks before exam starts. And then the summer's here. Um, our offseason has gone phenomenal. I'm really excited about where the kids are. I think we're the strongest we've ever been as a program and I think it's going to show here in a couple weeks when we do backs out that's for sure so you're, you're talking that you had a had a very young team um, you do have quite a young team but there, you've still got a lot of returning pieces you have your top six uh, leading rushers coming back as well as your your quarterback in, in last year's leader in all purpose yards um, what what does that mean to your team to set uh, to um, have that coming back to set the tone? It's always great to have guys returning um, that kind of can show the young guys the way. Um, we got some good guys that I think can step up in leadership roles on both sides of the football. Um, you know, Mosley is our returning leading rusher. Uh, he's been ingrained in this program for the last three years. He's been an outstanding football player for us the last three years. He's working his tail off right now. Jace Jordan, uh, who's nursing the injury right now, but has uh, been doing a great job for us. He's returning. Um, you know, we're gonna we lose two offensive linemen up front, two three-year starters um, that were both. Uh, one was an all-conference guy, um, so we lose two guys that just know how we do things and the way we want it done. But sometimes when you lose those guys, it 
makes things exciting to see what new guys are going to step up and, and grab the reins. And uh, I like the candidates we have that are coming up the ranks. So it, that part of it is exciting. Um, and then we return a lot on defense. You know, we lose one really, a really good football player in Devin McCoy, who was a, a honorable mention All-American and a three-time first-team All-Conference guy. But just like at that position, you get a new guy that's got to step in and, and see where he's at. So it's always exciting to see the new guys that get to step into their new roles. And, and, and it's exciting for the kids. It's exciting for the coaches. Um, just new opportunities to see what kind of what, what kids are going to step up and and grab the grab the reins for sure. Yeah, you're talking about uh, McCoy leaving a defensive end, but you've got another stud over there with JT Graydon. Uh, I was looking at, at his stats today, and I was going, wait a minute, this kid was a redshirt sophomore. Man, yeah. uh, y'all had a couple of amazing DNs who got to the quarterback last year, didn't you? Yes, sir. We, you know, I, I, I'm a big believer in you win games up front, and and we're gonna we're gonna try to build our football team always from the inside out. So we're always gonna start with the offensive line. We're always gonna start with the defensive line, and we're gonna make those two groups as strong as we possibly can, uh, as physical as physical as we possibly can. Um, and then build it from there on out. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm just a big believer in that. That's how we were built at Virginia Tech. Um, that's how we were built uh, at UNC Pembroke when I was there. Uh, we had really good football teams. And, and since I've been at Reinhardt, that's how we've always been built. I mean, we've been fortunate to have really – I mean, we've had the last three seasons, we've had the defensive player of the year in our conference, and it's been a defensive end. So we, we've been fortunate to have some really good football players up front, and, and it's exciting. It's exciting. And uh, that's where you win. That's, that's really where you win games. You know, when you get in those third and short or goal line situations, that's not cutting time, and you better have some dudes up front that are going to move people. That's, that's absolutely right. Um, let me take you back a little bit to last year. Um, you have an early loss, maybe the first first game of the season, if I remember your schedule correctly, to Bethel and, and Coach Dearman. Um, and then you come back with a home win over perennial power Georgetown. Um, and you, you go from there on through the end of the regular season with that singular loss to Bethel, who everybody is talking about as, you know, a battle between them and Morningside uh, for the number one position. So, yeah, it's a loss, but maybe you don't feel as bad about that one. And then you hit Concordia. Um, how do you how do you take that? Loss in the playoffs and and use it as as fuel for next year. Um, you know, when we got when we drew Concordia. I mean, I thought they were a really really good football team. I thought they were really really a veteran group that was old on defense. I mean, I thought they brought a lot to the table. Um, and you know, when you get in the playoffs, one thing that's kind of advantage. At, 
there in the first round. And uh, it, it was, you know, the Bethel loss taught us a lot. Uh, I think it kind of brought us to reality. And then, um, and then the Concordia, you know, the loss there, um, we had some tough luck in the first half with a call that I think if that doesn't happen, it could, the game could have went either way. Um, but all the credit still to Concordia. I mean, they played a great game. Um, it was a physical, physical football game um, for both teams. Um, and then there's things that we just got to get better at. You know, I, I think this season we did not do a great job at doing the little things right. And that's been a big, big key for us this offseason is doing the little things right. Everything matters. Coach tells you to do something, you need to do it exactly how it's supposed to be done. And that's what we've focused on this offseason in everything that we do, from stretching to the way we're running to the way we're lifting. Are you paying attention to the little details that is going to be the difference between winning and losing? Because when it comes down to it, in those games like against Bethel and against Concordia, the talent is, is even. It's going to be the difference is going to be the little things. Can you take care of the football? Can you make the right read? Can you do those things to make to make up, you know, for for the the talent being leveled out? And uh, you know, that's what we've tried to focus on this off season is just the small details that are the difference between winning and losing. That's yeah. That's that's absolutely it. Um, the one who makes the fewest mistakes will win the game. We t- and John and I talked about that. It seemed like the entire entire postseason, y'all ran up up against a good running back that first game too, and Joe Connor, who looks like an NFL body. Um, oh yeah, he's 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 as good looking as they come. And and to be honest with you, we had him kind of corralled for most of the game, and then he busted a he busted a big play right at the end because we didn't play great defense for one play and he goes 75 yards for a touchdown mm-hmm. but that's the kind of back he is and if you have one mistake he's going to make you pay and and we that's where we just got to clean things up it's, it's the details all the details everything is important everything's for a reason and that's what we've really tried to do coach talk to me about what what excites you most what what kind of one thing excites you most about this upcoming year um i just really like where we are as a group right now our kids are working really hard there's not a bunch of nonsense they come in the weight room every day excited they're they're really pushing each other to be better i just i really like this football team i really like where we're at mentally um they're they're working as hard as I've ever seen us and and I'm just excited to see where we can take this and I think we're starting to understand how much those little things matter um, you know we've been counting mistakes every day uh, in the weight room you know what do we what do we do wrong you know how many mistakes was it and you know there's recourse for those and and we've really cut back on those and we're not we're not making as many mistakes as we did the first week and, and it's been exciting to see because I think the kids are really buying in and I'm excited to see where, where we're going to be in the future and, and uh, see where we're at. Well, Coach, it was, it was an absolute pleasure talking to you. 
Um, one thing I love about Reinhardt is that y'all stream your games on YouTube. So, uh, NAIA football fans out there, if you want to see some hard-nosed football being played, go check out Reinhardt's um, YouTube stream once it gets into the season. Coach, that gives us an opportunity to, to watch y'all and uh, play and, and to see what y'all are going to do. So, kudos to your uh, to y'all's media staff for that. Um and we appreciate you um, coming on the show and, and being with us. Any any uh, any other thoughts before we? I just I just really appreciate you guys. You guys do an outstanding job covering NAI football, and you know it. NAI football is really really good football. I mean, it's mm-hmm. on par with anybody out there, and and it, it it's it's got a misconception around the country. And, and I think you guys just do a really great job of breaking those misconceptions because it is outstanding football that needs to be put on the map. And people need to understand that it is really, really good football with really, really good coaches and even better players. And, and I'm excited to coach it. And I've coached at every level. And, and this is just as good as any level. And uh, I'm, I'm just really excited to work that guys do to get our name out there and get our brand out there and i appreciate it hey coach thanks thanks to all of y'all like i was telling uh, another coach um, a couple days ago um, i i have been just so gratified by the response of naia coaches that have been so willing to to work with us for whatever it is whether it be sitting down for an interview or whether it be um you know, getting us some pictures of their of, of their facility, so we can do sure. uh, an, an article on that. So I've been I've been just um, it's it's kind of overwhelming the the um, um, amount of um, or the the willingness of the coaches to to work with us. So I I, I thank y'all as well. So uh, coach, be well. And uh, go yes, home and uh, and enjoy that Chick Fil A. I am I'm I'm really jealous of that Chick Fil A. <laughs> it's good stuff, man. It's the best, one of the better parts of living in Atlanta. There's a Chick Fil A on every yes. corner. All right, Coach. We appreciate it, and we'll talk at you later. Yes, sir. Have a great night. You do the same. All right. That was an interview with Coach James Miller of Reinhardt University out of Atlanta. Um, he ain't kidding. They got a Chick-fil-A on, I think, about every corner there in Atlanta, um, along with some other places that, that are owned by Chick-fil-A that are a little off um, what you'd think. So, hey, if you're going to Atlanta, take a look at some of those little weird Chick-fil-A's that they've got up there. Just uh, just your, my two cents worth. I might also be hungry, so you, know, you never know what you're going to get when it's just me. So, I I love hearing about how folks, uh, what lessons they've learned from, especially when you have uh, played under and coached under a legend like, like Coach Beamer at Virginia Tech, and just to hear the influence that um, Frank Beamer had on James Miller uh, was really, really neat to me. Um, and to his point about NAIA football uh, being some of the best in the nation, I completely agree uh, you know the athletes out there. Um, 
especially the skill position. Not saying the offensive lines and the defensive lines are. Don't at me. Um, but the skill players especially. Um, the NAI is blessed with a wealth of talent at those skill positions. And um, we look forward to even more so talking up an AI football, making sure that um, these players, these coaches, these schools get an amount of media coverage that is requisite with their talent level. Um, that is totally what we are about. Um, so next week, uh, we're going to go a little different. Um, I've got the fine folks at the Northwestern College Equipment lined up for y'all. Um, they are a funny group of guys, uh, y'all, and I am seriously looking forward to uh, getting them on the program. Um, it's a good time to talk about our helmet wars. I know we didn't uh, have much. Um, a little bit this week. I'm recording this on the 8th of, of February um, to honor National Signing Day. And like I said, John had a family emergency um, today that, that he needed to take care of. So um, follow us. Uh, reply to, to some of those uh, helmet wars if you don't want to retweet on it uh, to give the other team a point. Um, but um, get out the vote. And um, this week will be, or the first round, sorry, will be a likes and retweets kind of voting system. Later on, after we've kind of gotten out the vote a little bit, we, um, we'll switch to a regular poll, and we'll be all about that. Um, kind of odds and ends sort of stuff. Um, by the time this post comes, or this a podcast comes out. This might be a moot point, but we are rapidly approaching 7,500 followers. So um, retweet, a, uh, retweet us, like us, talk about us to your friends. We definitely want to hit that 7,500 mark. That's kind of a big deal for us uh, as we grow. Um, also, for those of you who don't follow NAI Ball, we are not affiliated with them, but we're good friends with them. Um, Go listen to their podcast. They do a heck of a job talking about baseball. Um, I enjoy baseball a lot myself. So um, I have subscribed to to this, uh, to the NAI Ball Podcast. Go listen to them talk about, about baseball because I could sit and listen to anybody talk about baseball, to be perfectly honest. Anyway, uh, we are now on everything except for iTunes. iTunes has given us a bit of an issue. Uh, hopefully we have that up here within the next couple of weeks for y'all. Um, but otherwise, like, subscribe, rate when it, wherever possible, um, and tell your friends and family about this. We look forward to um, having good, uh, high-quality content for y'all throughout the off-season. And as we get into fall, we are really looking forward to starting off the the next season. Uh, we will be doing our own top 25 polls, our own preseason All-Americans, and our own previews of um, conferences and divisions and talking about 
what teams we think are going to do good, and um, you know y'all can check us on that uh, when we get when we get there. Get someone to, to hit us up as a, as a historian and and make us uh, see how how just wrong we are at the beginning of the season. So appreciate y'all listening to me rambling by myself, and I will talk to you with John next week with the Northwestern College. Um, athletic. Holy cow. John's going to have to edit that out. Where do I want to go back to? <laughs> John, if you don't edit this out, I might just beat the tar out of you. Like, subscribe, rate us wherever possible. We are on everything except for iTunes. I have no idea where I'm going with this. This is this is why I don't lead this podcast. Hold on. I'm going to go back. Can't go back. Crud. Okay. As we go into fall, we look forward to continuing our high-quality coverage of NAIA football And we will be doing our own Top 25 poll, our own preseason All-Americans, and our own predictions for each division and conference, as well as a way-too-early playoff pick and filling out brackets way too early. Um, So y'all stay tuned for that. I'm looking forward to it. I am so, so excited. Um, If you are associated with with a school and you are listening to this the more film you can get us the better um and and the easier it will be for us to to look at uh your your team during the season and and talk about the good things you're doing so um if that is something that that you can do for us just let us know shoot us an email at naifball.com at gmail.com and um let us know And um, y'all have a good one, and we will talk to you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.